G'day everyone and welcome back to Measure Twice, Cut Once, a podcast for DIYs and woodworkers and um, going looking ahead in today's show we're going to be uh, taking a bit of a journey down to uh, looking at the intricacies of shopping for DIYs and hobbyists at, uh, for woodworkers um, and the level of customer service that you would like to appreciate when you do shop. But uh, joining me on the stage coach and rounding up the posse is a good old Chris Zurek. G'day Chris. Yeah, g'day Dirk, thanks for the intro. Yeah, we've got a good show coming up I think. Um, we're going to be talking about, as you said, the um, customer service. I think that's a big part of um, uh, the, the whole experience of uh, the woodworking thing, how your, your customer service goes. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get to that a little bit later on. Um, just uh, what have you been up to uh, during the week, Dirk? Yeah, Chris, mate, I've been flat out like a lizard drinker, mate. Uh, it's been uh, helter-skelter in the workplace. Um, and I say that I'm very fortunate to still have the job that's uh, keeping me very busy and active. Uh, but, you know, as far as in the project sense, I'm, uh, I'm working on establishing uh, more storage capacity on my, uh, my Great Wall. I call it the Great Wall uh, because it's going to be something that allows and enables me to put uh, so many of my tools up there and um, it really repositions, um, you know, all the dynamic of having an effective and safe uh, workshop. And, you know, there are things we've discussed in a, a few of the previous episodes about the safety of uh, even getting around the workshop. So that's what I'm working on. I'm, I'm using uh, ply form, uh, uh, form ply, <laughs> a bit tongue-tied there, mate. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's such a good, effective uh type panel wood to work with and I'm finding it uh, very pleasing it's it sort of because it's, it's got a black surface coating it's actually uh, um, it looks good against the, the wall of just the plain pine plywood and um, yeah so I've been working on that and just trying to organize because you've got this big wall so you're trying to work out where you're going to put things so basically that's where I've been at and I've uh, been dedicating most of my uh, shed time to doing that sort of stuff mate um, I'm sure, I'm sure you've been uh, pretty busy yourself. Well, yes and no. Um, yes, I've been busy in the workshop, but I've also been busy at work. Like you, I've got a job where I'm deemed an essential service during all of this. Um, and we're doing a bit of overtime now, which is great. I mean, extra cash always comes in handy. Um, but I have been doing a little bit of work in the workshop. I've got uh, my cabinets, uh, my, my lockers that I've been uh, retrofitting with uh, my drawers and everything. Um, I left a comment, I, I made a comment on my last one. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do with some of these lockers, so if people can leave me a comment, you know, on what I should do, and I've been inundated. Um, the, the, a lot of the ideas are absolutely fantastic, so I think I'm going to have to go and steal some more lockers from work just to get them all done. <laughs> Um, but other than that, um, yeah, I've just sort of been keeping to myself. Um, we had uh, James on the uh, the show last week. What did you think of that, Dirk? I think he's, um, I reckon he's a top bloke. Fantastic fellow. Um, I really, I really appreciate James. He's a, uh, he's a, he's a very good community person, and he, he does go out of his way to encourage and um, you know get everyone involved in in um, every aspect of say a hobby. Doesn't have to be just woodworking, but um, it's it's something. He's he's a confidence building type person. He has that sort of refraction, you know, where you you just his enthusiasm is um it's timeless. So 
No, I, I really enjoyed that, Chris. And, um, you know, we're looking forward to having a lot of guests on in the future. And they're going to help us cover uh, a lot of the subjects we want to discuss as a um, community of uh, people making YouTube videos and also putting them in as far as audio podcasting, which uh, you know a little bit more about. Um, yeah, no, I've got you well and truly bluffed then. Uh, now I've, I've got my um, I've got my technical advisor here. He's telling me all about um, these podcasts and everything. Uh, I never I never thought um, when I when I first posted my first YouTube video that I'd be doing this and then looking at how to do podcasts and everything like that. So it's it's a lot to cram in um, into here. All right, it's already full of garbage. <laughs> now I'm trying to put some stuff in. That um, that means something, but um, look, there's a lot there's a lot to learn. For me, it's a very steep learning curve, and I'm I'm grateful that I've got a, a good friend here that's uh, that's helping me out. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll get that uh, we'll get that underway very very shortly. Get those podcasts up very shortly. We now, actually, um, oh, oh, sorry, Chris. No, yeah, just go right ahead. Just a quick mention: we have uh, one podcast up on Podbean. That's right. Yeah. Be a, like a bean, pod bean, all one word. And yep. uh, if you just put in the search for that, you should find uh, the audio podcast. And, you know, there's one ready to listen to. Yes. Episode one is ready to listen to. So we, we've got that one up, but we've now got um, another, well, four episodes that we're going to stream in pretty quick succession to get those up and running. So, but uh, what are we talking about this week, Dirk? Yeah, just about the customer service and expectations when you go spend all that money that you uh, want to buy your hardware and all your machinery and, you know, what you sort of expect to get uh, served as a customer, as a VIP. Doesn't happen very often, but, you know, interesting topic, I think, Chris. I think it is an interesting topic and I think we should get right into it. Yeah, mate, it's, um, it's, it's quite an interesting topic we're going to speak about today because um, it, it's sort of in, it's encapsulating the whole industry and whilst we're, you know, we're, we're specifically uh, looking for supplies in our hobbies and DIYs, activities, so we're going to cover anything, say, from buttons to table tools to our woodworking supplies, shops and even, even other suppliers who, who uh, we go and shop for, um, you know, specialised plywoods um, or hinges and draw slides for that matter. <coughs> but we'll start with a big green one, Chris, the, uh, the, the good old Bunnings Australia, which um, to me, it, <laughs> it used to be a bit like that, you know, where's the thumb and it's starting to, you know, do a 180 because... Um, let, let, so can I just interrupt? Uh, I just want to interrupt for a second. It's it's not it's not Bunnings. It's not all of Bunnings because no. it depends on which store you go to. Yeah. Because I can go to. I don't want to name the stores that I go to around around my area, but they're they're so different from one Bunnings store to the next. Now, there's one in one in particular that I went to that I I just wanted to drive a Mack truck through the front door and. It, it, it just they just made me that angry but then you go to another store and they can't help you enough you know now I, I understand 
um, you know, that they're busy in there, that I'm not the only customer in there, and um, you know, they've got they've got other people to tend to. But it's it's how you how they react to those people. I mean, there was one guy who um, who basically told us that if we didn't want to wait, get out, you know, and it's, that's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. So yeah, sorry to rain on your parade there a little bit, dirt, but I just had to get that out. No, no, I totally agree, mate. It's um, I, I was going to get to that too because uh, they haven't all been bad experiences. Um, what, what do I think? You know, Bunnings started as a small concern. You know, I think in Western Australia, as a you know, uh, out of a garage, perhaps like a lot of businesses did, uh, but they've grown into this really big national uh, part of the. I think they're owned by West Farmers, so you know they've swallowed them up and turned them into their hardware chain and exclusively sort of dominate the marketplace in Australia. And and where where the competition where competition lacks, it becomes a little bit of a free for all play within. Um, they dictate a little bit more about the level of service they give and also uh, the pricing mechanisms because the competition's not quite um, up to what it used to be. So we used to have masters in, in, in the game and Mitre 10 used to be a bigger concern. And back in the day, it was McEwan's and that. But um, And, and I, I, I agree with what your sentiments as well. It can be a, a, a store uh, matter where you do have some well-trained staff and they have a good work ethos uh, and are very much educated in the products. So, you know, that's great. So I believe they're franchises and um, just... Bad things is when you find a bad store, the whole work culture is just absolutely crap, and and that that's you can see that within the people working there because you know they like everyone their heads are down, they're sick of ask uh, answering questions, the customers get irate, and um, you know whilst that experience is not good, you can move on to another store like you said, Chris, um, and you can have absolute best customer service. It's dynamite. Yes, sir. No, sir. We'll take you there, sir. Uh, but when it's bad, trust me, I've walked out of stores purchasing stuff I don't need, and I hate mm. that. Yep, yep. And and you're right. When it's uh, competition's got a big thing to do with it, I reckon. Um, when when Masters was around, um, I tended to shop more at Masters than I did at Bunnings at the time because. Um, because like I said, the, the experiences that I had at the, this particular Bunnings store that I went to, um, it was just, why do I keep giving them my money? Why do I keep going there and giving them my money? I go to Masters and uh, and I'd literally have somebody almost following me through the store. How can I help you? How can I be of service? You know, what can I do for you? Um, now, their, their product range wasn't as good as, um, as, as Bunnings was. And maybe that was their downfall. I don't know. Um, but... They would help you no end. They would help you no end. And if there was a product that I really, really needed, there was one guy in particular at the local uh, master store that we had here that put me on to um, when I get my cabinet uh, hardware from now, uh, Artia, I'll name them, Artia. And um, and if, if I hadn't have spoken to the guy at Masters about that, I would never have known about it. You know, so they're, they're really, really helpful in that respect. And I'm, I'm, I'm sad to see that Masters are no longer with us. Uh, I think they were, they were a good store. And, and if they had have been uh, given, I think, more time to grow, I think they could have been, you know, as good, if not better, than, than Bunnings, you know? Yeah, and I agree. I actually I found a master's bag today in the shed. So 
a bit of nostalgia and a bit of a you know type of re uh, reflecting on what was was once uh, and no longer is. Um, so you know you can, you can sort of weigh things up. I, I've met guys uh, and ladies at Bunnings who are just uh, experts in their field, and that's that's something they should continue to strive for. Um, so that leads me on to the next sort of chain of stores, which are a little bit more uh, full on trade dedicated, and you know we can we can look at. Um, Total Tools and Sydney Tools and places like that. I've yet to walk into a Total Tools store where I've walked out uh, super impressed by the customer service. They they know their products. They, um, I, I go to a super store, so I've never had any, uh, you know, reason to complain. And they've left me alone. I mean, they serve me and then they left me alone. If I work, walk out with nothing, uh, happy as Larry, you know, so... You probably shopped at those sort of joints as well, mate. Uh, there was a time when I used to live at my local Total Tools store. Um, no, no, they, every time I walked in, they were very happy to see me because, um, <laughs> you know, I, I always, I, if you walked into my workshop now, you'd think you'd walked into a local Total Tools store. But anyway, that's another story. Um, but the, the, other side of, the other side of this whole issue is um, uh, customer loyalty, you know. Mm. Um, I've, I've gotten to know the guys at, um, there's two Total Tool stores that I go to and I've gotten to know them really, really well. So, and it all leads to, it, it sort of, it, it all it all helps with the customer experience, yeah? Um, yeah. And I'm not saying, you know, that, that this is the reason why I do it. I don't, I don't, I don't go into a store um, and make friends with everybody because I want, for example, a discount on something. But it's a lot easier to get that discount if you get along with the staff. Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. uh, if, if you go into a, uh, any Total Tool store and you go, oh, I want a discount, they're not going to give you that. No. You know, because, uh, because you walk in, um, they don't know you from a bar of soap. But if you go in there, I, I, like I said, I go in there a lot. There was, there was a time when I almost you know, slept at uh, the local Total Tools that I go to. Um, I, I go in there now, I don't even have to ask for a discount anymore. I just automatically get it. And that's where customer loyalty is. And then further on from that, because I, I get treated so well at this store, um, if anybody asks me about tools, where to get them from, I send them to that Total Tools store. Yeah. Go and speak to this guy. Go and talk to this guy. Tell them I sent you and they will look after you. And that's, you know, and I, I think that um, that helps a lot with... Um, uh, well, with, with their bottom line, basically. I mean, I'm, I'm hurting customers through the door for them and they're making money off that. So that I don't think they, you know, they're going to bother with giving me a discount every now and then. But um, that's that's another thing that I think is very, very important is customer loyalty. And if they treat you right, you'll be a loyal customer. And, and, and on that note, Chris, as soon as um, uh, Chris DeBerg is, uh, you know, leaving the music scene with Lady in Red... Uh, Chris DeWalt is entering with um, men of uh, drills and tools of that particular colour. So, yes. <laughs> yes. But but yeah. you're exactly right, mate. It's um, you know, for every every person you just uh, you have something good to say about a, a shopping experience, uh, they're more than likely going to shop there, and that's a goodwill uh, message that can't be bought. It's free. It's okay. absolute charity to uh, a business and that's something that that's yeah and you know that, that leads on to a little bit about saying um 
then why do why, why do stores let their standards fall uh, only to tar and their own you know reputation that, that much more? Because you know it, it, it becomes then they say for every bad experience you'll tell eleven people, and that's detrimental. Uh, for every good experience you'll tell seven people. I don't know why that figure came out, uh, but it's, it's it's been studied. So um, it, it, I like to have it you know, where great experience can be. Uh, twofold of the bad, so, but um, you know, why do people let the standards drop? Well, I, I can't answer that. Um, I think complacency plays a big part in it. Um, I think they they think that because we're so big, you know, we're going to get customers through the door regardless. Mm. So we don't really need to be. Um, I don't know. We don't have to spend too much time with the customer. Yeah. You know, and that's that's the problem. I think I think I think that's that's the problem, um, because they've got so many people coming through the door. Um, they, they they tend to lose focus, and um, they just try and get you in and out as quick as possible. And yeah, and yeah and that, I think I think that adds adds to it. And um, you know, but look, I mean, we, we could I, I could speculate about this for for hours. But um, the other thing is. We're not the only customers to go into that um, into that store, and you go in there, and you, and, you, and I, I don't know about anybody else, but with me, I try and be a good customer. So if someone treats me, you know, well, then I treat them well. Again, you get some customers that go in there; they just want to argue with you. They they just want to be a pain in the ass. You know, they I don't care. You know what you're going to say to me? I'm going to be the worst customer you've ever had. And that's got a that's got to play on on some of the staff members in these stores, you know. If they get one or two or three of those a day, then they're going to start treating all your customers like that. And yeah. that's that's where I think they've got to sort of. And and I I've I've actually been witness to at one of the Total Tool stores. One of the customers went in. He bought a product that didn't quite work the way he wanted it to. Okay. And he wouldn't, there was nothing that they could have said to placate this guy. He was just, I want my money back. You guys have sold me the wrong product and blah, blah, blah. And he started being abusive. And, and I thought, no, that's not going to get you anywhere. Now, I, I, um, I bought a tool once that didn't do what I wanted it to do. So I went back and I explained to him, you know, what I thought this, this thing was supposed to do as, to, as opposed to the job that I had to uh, do with it. And um, and because I was because I was uh, um, understanding, I was nice, you know, I, I wasn't abusive. I never raised my voice. Mate, we came to a conclusion. They they gave me back my money for the tool that I that I bought, and I used that money to buy the tool that I needed. There was no issue, so there was no need. And and I, I guess that's that's another part of this whole thing, you know, where where the customer goes in and it's just. Just wants to be abusive. That's it. I'm going to be abusive. I don't care. You're just a bloody uh, shopkeeper. You'll do as I say because I'm the customer. Yeah, that doesn't work for me. I don't know. I don't know if you feel the same way about that, Dirk. No, I, I, I agree with you, mate. The, the customer's not always right. That's a terrible saying, and I think that should be put to rest. And um, I do feel for you know people have to experience uh, nuffies who come in and just talk absolute bullshit and try to be abusive, you know, get out and, I don't know, do something else. But um, it leads a little bit on to the next tier of uh, specialised woodworking uh, stores, Chris. 
So we'll just throw a few names here. We've got uh, yeah, the Carbotex, Hair and Forbes. You've got uh, Leadercraft, Timbercon. Um, and you've got some smaller concerns as well. And um, they're, they're more specialised in catering for uh, the needs of um, more so woodworking uh, directly related, whereas uh, yes. other stores just sort of touch upon, you know, our hobby. But uh, the specialised stores are something that we seek and um, we get the most value out of. So I, I think the good thing is with that is uh, the experiences I've had in the past, uh, you know, they've been somewhat at times mixed feelings, mixed things, but understanding also that they're busy uh, at different times. But um, I think when a store starting out and they're trying to win your you as a valued customer, they do bend over backwards uh, because they're specialised and they really need you. Um, and as they grow, I think sometimes they're prone to just losing a little bit of that touch. You know, I mean, you don't want to be like walking in and going, you know, here's a red carpet for you. No way. But um, as a loyalty, as you touched upon, a loyalty thing, it's important to keep that standard very high because, you know, you're, you're trying to make that dollar and if you don't, uh, someone else will and the big bunnings and that, they might get their, uh, your money, you know. So you have to be a little bit aware of that as well, don't you? Of course. Of course, Dirk, yeah. Um, and, and, again, it's, it's, I, I understand that I'm not the only customer that they have to deal with. Um, but for me, um, civility doesn't cost you anything. You know, if, if, if you're nice to me, I'm going to be nice to you. Uh, I won't mention which store this is, but um, every time I, I ring them um, and I ask it, the only reason I ask a question is because I don't know the answer. Mm. Okay? That makes sense, yeah? So when, yeah. I, when I ring this particular place up and I ask them a question about a certain tool, I don't expect to be treated like a grade school kid. Don't no. talk down to me, right? I'm asking the question for a reason, Okay. Now, because you deal with these tools, it's like you or me, all right? Um, when people ask me about a, a circular saw, I know everything there is to know about a circular saw. I've used one 100 million times. I know how they work. I know how to, you know, how to use them properly. And you forget that. So when someone asks you a question that's really, really stupid, in your mind, really, really stupid, you, you tend to get a little bit angry. I get that. Mm. But when, when you're in the customer service uh, arena, you need to have you, you need to keep that in mind, all right. So if if, if I'm ringing you and saying, listen, um, can I turn the blade around on a circular saw? Will it cut just as good? Stupid question, right? Not that I would ever ask it, but you know, I'm, I'm sure that those questions get asked. Yeah. You don't you don't go off and just go, you know, oh, yeah, why are you asking me those questions for? Do you want to? That's that's the other thing that I, I don't like, you know. If, if, if I'm asking a question, it's because I don't know and, and I don't expect to be treated like an idiot. And uh, look, I have to vouch because I'm not P15Sing in your pocket here, but I've seen you in action and I've seen the amount of uh, sort of loyalty you have with uh, different types of industry. And, and even I've seen you in action at, at, at specialised woodworking stores and or outside of that environment. and you put a lot of strong emphasis on uh, solid relationship and promoting. And if you don't believe in it, you're not going to mention them. You're going to say, no, I'm not going to rubbish it, but I wouldn't go there. So, you know, and that's, that's, right. that's back to that goodwill, which you cannot buy. So 
important that we, you know, I suppose we can go back to some places and just make a point and say, listen, once it was good, what's happened? It's um, it's yeah. rubbing off as good as it used to. So uh, please improve your, you know, customer service and um, I'll, I'll be happy and I'll tell another 10 mates, you know, come shop here. I don't know. Or watch, or watch this episode. Watch this episode. Get them to watch this episode. Pearls of wisdom. They are. Well, look, you know what? Um, the, I reckon they are, Dirk. I mean, pearls of wisdom. I mean, I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not a millionaire or anything like that. And I don't. I don't drop. You know, wads of cash or anything like that. So when I buy something, and I do spend a bit of money, I expect. I expect to be treated with a little bit of respect as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it's it's my hard earned that I'm giving you to buy something. I know I'm getting something for it, but. I'm still giving you my money, mm. you know. It's 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 the same everywhere. I mean, every time I bought a car, and, and as you know, Dirk, I bought a few of those in the, you know, along the way. Um, every time I walk into a certain dealership, um, again, I don't expect the red carpet to be rolled out for me, but everyone says hello, hey, how you going? Oh, good to see you again. You know, that's a, that's the sort of stuff that you're looking for. You know, I don't, I don't expect people to kiss my ass every time I walk through a door, but at least show me a little bit of respect. You know, that's that's what it boils down to. Too right. And, I, and I'll tell you why you're not a millionaire. Because I've bought so many cars? <laughs> yeah, no, I've spent a bit of money on those, I know. I know, I know. I'm done with cars now. I'm finished with cars. So now I'm, now I'm buying tools. <laughs> anyway, um, I'd right, say so I reckon I reckon we've had a pretty good chat about this one, Dirk. Um, you know, with the uh, the customer service. You know, whatever people think, um, leave your comments down below. If you've had any bad experiences, you know, let us know what, what your what your experiences are. Um, and um, and I think we'll move on. What do you reckon, Dirk? Sounds like a plan to me, mate. Yeah, lots of things coming up, Chris. Um, looking forward very much to the future of this show. Um, we're, we're looking to get a lot of nice uh, and valued guests in on the show. Um, if there's people in, uh, who, who watch this and would like to uh, have us interview anyone in particular who's on YouTube, um, please let us know because, you know, and that goes along with a subject matter as well where we can get a third-party uh, point of view. Uh, and, you know, that always makes for a broader conversation. So um, do you reckon that's a good idea, Chris? I reckon that's a top idea, Dirk. I reckon we had so much fun with uh, James last week. Um, I, I think we should do it again. Um, we'll definitely get James on again one day. Yep. Um, that's if he's recovered enough from the last one. Um, but... Uh, and, and I'm, I don't mean that lightly either because um, one of our topics that we want to talk about next week is um, mental health. It's a big issue at the moment. Um, a lot of people are talking about it. Um, and I just want to talk about um, our mental health, you know, what, what, what you do to combat, you know, if you're feeling a bit down or, you, or you know, just things along those lines, you know. I mean, I, I know that if I'm, if I'm feeling a little bit down, I think about with my workshop, you know, and that, that tends to perk me up a little bit. So what mechanisms do you use to try and get yourself out of your doldrums, you know, or even if you're in a, in a rut, let's say you're in a rut 
and you need to get out of that rut. What do you do, Dirk? What do you reckon? That's uh, it's a pretty big issue, the mental health. It one. is, and and it's amazing. Just in the last week or so, I've chatted to about four people and heard two conversations on on the mat on the subject matter myself, and and. I know it's been an absolute turd of a year, you know, um, with COVID-19 and what's happened to people out of work and, you know, their whole circumstances and structures change. Um, but let's put some perspective in uh, as far as the maker movement and, um, you know, it's it's going to be a, a, a subject we have to address uh, and keep that conversation going, Chris. So, you know, everyone's affected by something in life, even if you don't have a pandemic. Uh, there's always a you know issue of the day you got to sort out so you can get through to tomorrow. So um, well, that's it. No, I mean, just like... just recently they had um, they had the Are You Okay Day, yeah, and uh, and I think that's a great idea. I mean, there's a couple of blokes um, that I rang up, um, asked them if they were okay, um, and I had a couple of phone calls from folks asking me if I was okay, um, and I think that's that's a good thing to do. And maybe we could start something. Um, in the maker community, you know, we all should look after one another and make sure we're all all, all going well. What do you reckon? I reckon that's a bloody grandiose idea, Chris. It's uh, we are we are what we make us, and um, we make stuff, and we have an interest. And without that, mate, you know, you sort of uh, you're on your own a lot, and that's that's not the place we want to be. So, you know, we're a community, and um, I'm sure people who who are enjoying our um, show will be uh, having their hands up and say, yeah, guys, good good subject matter. So um, looking forward to that next week, Chris. And also um, we'd like people to subscribe to this channel as we, we are would. very, very proud to be able to do this. It's, it's something uh, that, you know, uh, you make, the, the, the audience makes it happen and um, we appreciate you. And um, so please subscribe and, you know, just um, we all help each other. It's it's That's like it. the mental awareness thing. You help us pat our back. We'll pat yours. Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll try to cover as many topics as we can for the maker community. So yep, yep. Oh, good. Well, let, let your friends know. Let your friends know about the channel. Let them know what we're all on about here. Um, it's not a, a making um, show. It's one of those uh, talky talky shows. But I think we uh, talk about a lot of good things. So. Um, yeah, let, let, let all your friends know where we're coming from. Beauty. So what do you reckon, um, That'll be uh, just about it for another episode. Let's wrap it up. And um, coming from my side of the world, I'm going to say uh, have a good week and uh, keep making stuff. So for now, hooroo. And I will sign off in my own way and say bye for now.